Good morning. Today's class is sponsored by for the success of Yonah Fink and his family and from his son Shaya, also in success. Uh, Lunishmat. Yaakov Ben Chaim Aaron. Also Lunishmat, Yerchon Adil Magdalia, and success in Yashomayim of Elisheva Navah, Gadiel Ben Elisheva, Abner of Elisheva, Shepherd of Elisheva, Reina Malka Batova Basha, and Gadiel Ben Elisheva. Please share and rate the podcast. Uh, I do have a Shabbaton that I'm going to be going to in Palm Beach, Palm Beach Synagogue. That's on the, the 24th or 25th that weekend. And that's going to be in the Palm Beach Synagogue. Um, please share and rate the podcast. Really, really amazing book that I've been reading for the past two days. I was gifted this book. You cannot buy it on Amazon. I, apparently, they're out of, they're out of uh, stock. Um, and the book is called if God is so good, why can, li- why can life be so bad? So the, the, the title obviously, you know, hits you. And basically the, the, the book itself is, is a book by the Rashab, which is the fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe, and he, I believe he wrote this in the 1897. And this is a very, very famous marmar. Marmar is a, a concept of, of a lesson. And it's it's such an incredible concept. It's a thirty day cycle. The book I, I read it a few times. I read it already almost twice almost, and it, it's an incredible. It, it does you know when you get very deep in these teachings, it does make a switch in your brain. You know whatever you focus on in life is really what you see, and that's what's extremely important today is you know what do you, what do you, what are you getting? How are you getting to a higher consciousness? What's making you high today? <laughs> And we can choose to get high on other things, or we can get choose to get high on, on, on deep, deep Hasidic teachings, that they have that, such a power. So basically, I'm going to talk a little bit, I hope to do two, two classes on this concept. But the, the book itself is really great. And I, w- I recently went through a challenge, um, a pretty, pretty, pretty substantial challenge. And, and, and what came out of it is... There's no question that you guys would have never known I went through the challenge because you heard the exact podcast, like nothing happened. But it's exactly the, the idea behind everything. It's not the challenge, it's your attitude in the challenge. And how you, when you have the right attitude in the challenge, through joy you will go out. As the Pesach says, through joy you will go out. You come out of the challenges stronger, completely different. But it's extremely important that, again, your attitude and the challenge is the key. And like everything else in life, in school, we get the lesson and then we get the test. In life, we get the test and then we get the lesson. So this is where the Hasidic concept in life of why am I getting tested all the time? Why am I getting tested all the time? What does God, what does God want from me? And it has to be this way. And this is one of the things that people can't handle today. They cannot handle the test today. They cannot handle the challenges. They, cannot, they can't handle it today. And that's really what's happening. They can't handle the, the, looking at everything as a growth opportunity. And unfortunately, life becomes bad. And then and, and forget the, the, the process, what we do to escape. The price of, 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 of escaping this, the test. That's even worse. That's a whole billion dollar industry on, on addictions. And, but at the end of the day, you are coming to this world to get tests. And this whole, t- this whole lesson is talking about the concept between the vessel and the, and the, and the light. And we're going to start taking a couple chapters of it. But the, the most important thing is, is if he begins the Torah by saying, Ve'yadata hayom, and that's what the book is called, Ve'yadata. And no, and no, that God 
the, 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 to ponder in your heart, you shall know today and take it in your heart that Yurke Vavke, which represents Havaya, right? And Elohim is one. There's nothing else. It's all one. It's all one. That's it. Everything else is really, really, really where all our problems begin. When we separate this. Now, you would figure that, you know, we say Shema three times a day. We say Shema. All the time, you know, what is the exact concept of saying Shema means the God of Elokeinu and the God of Yerke Vavke are one. But we have to close our eyes to this concept because it's painful. We have to close our eyes because our mind cannot handle this concept. But at the end of the day, you keep on reminding yourself the same thing, that God and God of nature and God of Yerke Vavke is one. It's all one. It's just, it's a concealment that we're dealing with today. It's a concealment. God has to test us through the name Elohim, through the name of 86, which is nature. It's a test. It's all an illusion. Do you understand? All of this is a test. And every single opportunity in our life, it's either we go into faith or we go into fear. Period. That's it. Lesson's over. Period. That's pretty much what's happening. You have a situation. It looks frightening. It looks like there's no light. You can either go into faith. If you go into faith, you draw the kindness of Yudke Vavke. You get out of the situation with flying colors. You come out of there reconnected. Or you connect, stay to fear. You focus on the messenger, the person, the situation, and you get stuck. That's, the, that's where I want to put your heads into. It's that clear, by the way. And all we're doing is driving down this point over and over again. There's 30 lessons on driving down this point over and over and over again. Like there's a guy that's in the, he's, he's on Instagram when I used to watch Instagram. He's like, every, every day, he says, go to the, you know what, gym, right? The next day, buy a, a gimnasio. He just says it in, in the same message. And I don't know, some, the guy has a million views. Because it's that come, yeah. Go to the gym. I don't care how you feel. I don't care what you're doing. God is, so the bottom line is we need to drive this point into our brain. That's the whole question. We're not driving this concept. And that's where we get stuck on, 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 we, we get stuck on messengers all the time. We get stuck on details. We don't focus on the essence that this is a test and God wants me to prove his amuna in my life. We don't, we're just stuck on the details. Everybody's on the details. I need the right attorney. I need the right this. Yes, all of this. Wonderful. But if you don't, the, the salvation, the, the blessing comes when you do connect to the Yirke Bavke. And he says here, the foundation, and he, he brings this very, it's black and white, driving it down to your life. And he says, this whole concept of, of this Marmar, which is his, his teaching, talks about the God, it, 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 it talks about the concept of difference between Yurke Vavke and Elokeinu. And it's basically two options that we have all day long. And the same thing in life. You have, you, let's say you have an eating, an eating addiction. You're either, you're going to eat well or eat bad. So every single decision, we are either going into mercy or we are going into more further concealment in our lives. And it's not, and we get today, we, we're, we're so stuck on, 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 you know, the situation itself. And I know many people are, are single, they can't handle the dating thing. It's not the dating, it's, you're not handling it the right way. It's your attitude is what you should be worried about. Not the details, your attitude. Your attitude is 99% of the solution. 1% is the detail. But today, we put 99% on the detail and 1% on the attitude. 
This is exactly the meaning of the word. When the Jews had a shortness of spirit, everything became difficult. Because what? If you're looking at the wrong thing, if you're focusing on the details, not, the, not what God wants from you, yes, everything, you have a shortness of spirit. You can't breathe. Emotionally, you can't see the situation correctly. You're blinded by the ego because you don't believe in this concept. So you get stuck on, on the world of Teva. And this is exactly what he's saying here. He's saying, this is exactly what we say on, on Yom Kippur. You know what we say on Yom Kippur? We yell at the word, Havaya is Elohim. We just said it right now. We keep on saying this loud and loud. And that God, Yudke Vavke and Elohim is one. Shema Yisrael, it's one. It's not, there's no separation. When we create a separation in our life is when we have problems. The problem is not the problem. The problem is believing that there's a second entity, that it's a person that can harm you, a business person that can harm you. Your business could get taken away by a government. All of this takes away, keeps you in the concealment of God, and it doesn't allow the, the salvation to come. Because remember, anytime we have a limited mindset, because the name Habaya means present, future, and past, there's no concept of time. Time is an illusion. It's in our head. It's all an illusion. It's all an illusion. Do you understand? It's nothing but an illusion. Believe it or not. It's all an illusion. But when we connect to the name Yudke Vavke, we can believe in limitless possibilities. We can believe that things can change in a blink of an eye. There's no limit. There's no limit. Only when we're connected to the name of Elohim and the connective nature, that is a limit. That's why the same word... He's going to say that the same name is nature. In Hebrew, Teva also represents drowning. Drowning. You're drowning. You're drowning in the details. You're drowning. You're drowning. And again, we are all guilty of this. But as you practice, you're start, you, as you practice and you start getting better at this, and you start building bigger, bigger vessels, you start only thinking about how is my attitude in the situation. That's all you're thinking about, by the way. Who cares about the details? And I could tell you this, running million-dollar companies, and I'm not sitting here in a call all day long, guys. I'm, I'm here with you, believe me, on a, just, as a higher, just as exactly what you're going through. It's not when I'm focusing on the, my attitude in the situation, everything shifts. When I focus on the details, I get drowned out in the schmutz. Do you understand? I get drowned out. And at the end of the day, the big aha moment is yes, you are getting tested. You're getting tested over and over again. Just like you get tested in school, you get tested to pass test. There's a reward. God cannot, you cannot live in a world of the bread of shame. God, the whole purpose of the whole concept is to prevent the bread of shame. The bread of shame is receiving something from nothing. If you receive something from nothing, it destroys you. So the system always has to be made where you cannot receive too much chesed without the appropriate vessel because otherwise it would actually not be good for you. It would make you soft. The same way as holding your hand, imagine taking a kid's hand and holding his hand his whole life. You, you make him soft, you make him weak, and next thing you know, if his girlfriend breaks up with him, he's in trauma for, you know, three years. Do you understand? You can, can't live a life of being soft. That's not a possibility. So you have to understand these concepts. And he says the entire process of Exodus, of Egypt, in, in Pesach, is only to re-educate ourselves to break out the Egyptian mindset that seeing is believing. 
That's the whole purpose of this whole Exodus concept. Get out of the seeing is believing. Believing is seeing. Get out of this. It's not the situation. It's the, the details. Because at the end of the day, you're going to get, you're going to get every single day. You have to, the number one question you should ask yourself is not who's the attorney on the case, is not what's happening, is not what this, is how is my attitude? How is my attitude in this situation? I'm single. How is my attitude when I'm single? Am I happy that I'm single? Am I besimcha every day? Do I believe in endless possibility? Or am I drowned out to the details of the dating apps and sadness and crappy dates and, and people and, and this girl's no good and that girl's no good? Are you drowned out to the details? Or are you in the essence that thank you Hashem for being single? I'm going to be single. I'm going to be happy. And because I'm going to happy, people want to be around with happy people. Huh? Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? And then, of course, I will meet my, ma- my soulmate because happy people attract people. <laughs> Miserable people attract nobody. So we can understand there's only one thing to do. How is your attitude about your situation? If you have the right attitude, the name Yurke Bavke comes to you. And then mercy comes to you. Faith is the source of all blessings. So when a person has faith is the source of all blessings, you get the salvation automatically. And the reason why we are not seeing salvations in our life is because we are Mitzrayim, and Mitzrayim represents believing a seeing. A seeing is believing. I need to see it. I don't believe in it. It's not enough. I, don't, I can't be vulnerable to God and just believe in Him and let go. And I have to hold on to things. This is, again, we, we would figure we're in high school here. But yes, you have to draw these things down into your little brain because your brain does not process things like this. Your brain sees things and seeing based on how you think, and again, myself also, I went through a lot of pain to go through this, but you have to become better at your attitude. That is the most important lesson I can tell you. It's the greatest advice I can tell you. How is your attitude in the situation? Not even the sickness, not even the doctors, not even this. It's that, it's that powerful, this concept. The ultimate goal of this marmar is to demonstrate when we internalize the true meaning of darkness, the realization itself will allow us to mature to a point which we're able to experience a much more deeper intimacy. So after I passed that test, I developed a much more greater intimacy with my Creator because I knew He was testing me and He rewarded me. And now I have experience. What is experience worth today? A lot. Because if you have experience, you will get success. Failure gives you experience. Experience gives you success. So you have to go through that process. So you should know from bad days, instead of becoming a victim, instead of you know, checking out of life, which is not going to, that's no solution either. You know, everybody wants to check out sometimes. That's not an option either, because at the end of the day, if you check out, you're going to drown. So you have to check in in life. And you have to stand up and take responsibility and develop your machos. And then when you do this, that's when real Shefa comes to you. And what does he say here? For many people, the relationship with God is either good, bad. When things are good, they thank Him. When things are bad, they blame Him. It's a very, very immature relationship again. You know, the, the, many of us have not passed the second grade. You know, when things are good, they're upset. When things are bad, they're this. And again, this is all, it's a form of vital worshiping, by the way. I, I hate to tell it to you. It's a form of vital worship. And when we fall into the state, we, we invoke judgment. We invoke wrath. We invoke nature. Nature does its thing. And when nature does its thing, you, you know, you could see what the world is, uh, what's happening. You don't want to be in that world of nature right now. 
because it's, 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 there's no hope in that nature. It's all this and this and this. And what he's saying here, the, according to the Balatanya, you shouldn't be upset that you're going through these things because we're all our, we have an animalistic soul and the animalistic soul is, is rooted in a klipa. Is rooted in a klipa. And a klipa, what a klipa does is a klipa allows, covers the bad, covers the good. A klipa in itself is not evil. It serves the vital role because just like a banana peel needs to protect the fruit and keep it fresh and clean, right? The problem arises, listen to this. So you have to have a klipa in life. You have to have a, because you have to break through the klipa. Otherwise, again, a banana needs a shell. A cantaloupe needs, you need to get an effort for breaking the klipa. He says, the problem arises when one ignores the fruit and only sees the peel. (laughs) When we only see the bad in the situation. When we don't see the good in the situation. That means every situation we have to break, we have to break the klipa. That means there's always a hidden good in that situation. Havayas, there. But it's dressed up as Elohim. Everything's dressed up, doesn't dress up isn't the way you want it to dress up. Right? Because, if, again, where would the test be? The whole purpose is the test. When you read Parsha Saman, I'm sharing money. That means the, the, the one thing that we read constantly, every single day, for, for, for Parnasa. It says, I'm showering man down from heaven, so I will test them. <laughs> I mean, t- talk about money and test. So this is where sometimes we say, what the hell's going on here? What's going on with all these things? So it's not, it's not if you're going to get tested, it's when you're going to get tested. That's really the question. <laughs> it's not if, and that, a test today looks like a problem. It's not if it's going to happen. That's why what we said, either you're in a problem, you just got out of one, and you're about to go, or you're about to go into another one, right? It seems to be, but again, this is what it is. This is what we, we have to thrive on. We have to thrive on constantly growing in, in consciousness where we're able to develop it. And remember, after you pass the test well, there is a reward. There is a gift after every test. So yes, I want a gift, but then I don't want to go through the game. I want to win the Super Bowl, but I don't want to play. It's not possible. It's not, it's not a possibility today. So the real test that you go through in black and white, it's either you're going to choose faith or fear. Every, that's the first thing you, you should ask yourself in this trial. Am I approaching it through faith? The name Yirke Vavke, Ahava, which, which means solutions, are, solutions are, are beyond time and space. Or am I tackling this through nature? That's it. Those, those are the two tests. Faith or fear. It, only two, it, there's only two options. Nature means you're focusing on the details of the situation. Mm-hmm. You get me? You get drowned out in the details and, and sad about the, the problem itself without recognizing that there's a, there's a, it's a test from heaven and heaven wants to see whether or not are you going to still do your classes? Are you going to still pray? Are you going to still do your, 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 your avoidance? Because what people do is when, they, when things get rough, they, they, they dump their creator. They ghost him. They say, see you later. You gave me this problem, I'm, not, I'm, I'm checking out. How we do, why do we do this? We punish, all, we, all we're doing is in punishing ourselves. Because when, when you're getting a test, you're getting tested and your attitude is the key. This is again, why, when you are serving your creator through joy, 
Joy is kills your ego. It can't handle it. Because joy, I can go put myself, my brain, in, in a positive situation. My ego can't handle it. Can't, they can't, my ego cannot handle it. Because what am I doing? There's nothing to... Normally we're controlling, we're anger, we're blaming. They, it loves it. Because all you're doing is now creating a small problem into a bigger problem. But that, without reading about this and, and, and recognizing that the fact that I'm seeing bad in this situation is only because there's a kleba, there's a shell here that I can't see. The same thing with racism. What is racism? You're, judge, you're judging based on your... You don't know the person. You don't know what, 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 what good can come out of that person. You don't know anything. There could be amazing people. Racism itself is a klipa. It's judging people based on, 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 on their color instead of viewing their, their essence. It's exactly why society is such, it's such disgusting and what's happening. It's too much judgment and not enough understanding. Judgment is based on your ego. Understanding is connecting to the essence of the person. And he gives a great example here. He says, like, like this is why do we why do people love celebrities? At the end of the day, what, what are celebrities doing? All they're doing is really they're reading lines from a guy that wrote the, 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 the script. You should say, wow, who wrote the script? Think about it. But we only think of the celebrity, right? It's true. I just thought of that. We don't think about uh, oh look, what a great, what a great actor. People they Hollywood, right? How about the guy you should really say who wrote the script? All he's doing is reading the script. The same thing in life. We don't we don't we don't see the essence of the situation. We worship people worship these these people, but at the end of the day, they should even not even grateful to the guy who wrote the script. Who was the last time you went to a movie and said, Wow, who wrote that script? All you're thinking about is the actor. Because again, we get lost in the illusion. We get lost in the clipper. We get lost in the, in the situation. You understand? And this is where what he's saying here, even the holiest moments in our lives, yes, the tests are not easy. You have to close your eyes sometimes because your mind, again, what we're trying to shut down, we're trying to shut down the constant judgment in, in, because we automatically, right away, we're very impulsive and we we'll, we'll always say, this is bad, this is good, this is good, complaining, etc. This is why the Torah is telling us five times. It says the Torah, it, it, when Yitzhak was able, when, when Yitzhak blessed Yaakov, he couldn't see. At a Jewish wedding, what do we do? We veil the bride with her, in her inability, for her inability to see. Marriage, you have to go, you know, you're going to have to close your eyes sometimes. When women light candles on Shabbat, what do they do? They cover their eyes. When we say Shema, when we say Emuna, we close our eyes. Right? When we recite Yisker, Yisker, we constantly we close our eyes. You're closing your eyes because what happens is in this world, you're always focusing on, your eyes always see the immediate. But sometimes you've got to go deeper. This is when we speak about Bittal. Bittal means closing your eyes to a much bigger picture that's happening, that we cannot see. So when we're able to be joyful, we're basically closing our eyes. So we're, we're, we're asking... We're already connecting to the, to the love of God and we're bringing that situation, the salvation, into the present moment. The Rebbe sees our obsession with the Klippa not as a flaw, but as a fact. Today we are obsessed with Klippas. We're obsessed with Klippas. Hence, if we could simply in, in, ensure that the behavior on a practical level is up far, this would give us the excitement. So this is what he's saying here. So think about, think about any time you're judging somebody. Think about practically. Think about the judgments that we go through today. Today, There's a lot of judgments, right? And think about where does judgment come from, right? It's a lack of understanding. When you judge somebody right away, all you're doing is looking at the guy's klipa. You're not looking at the essence. 
Not easy to do. I'm not telling you to do. I'm just trying to be to start becoming aware of why our relationships are so difficult today. Why marriage is so difficult today. Why so many challenges, interpersonal relationships are so difficult. Because all we are looking is, is the klipa. We are not looking at the banana. We're looking at the peel of the banana and the brown spots and the this, including myself. I'm just re-educating myself to this. So we have to start looking at the essence of the situation, which is the amuna in the situation, not the details of the situation, such as labeling everything. If Google today, you hear more toxic. How to avoid toxic relationships? Which, let me ask you a question. If you Google today, what do we think would be more common? How to get out of toxic relationship? Or did you, how many times do you think people Googled how to better understand people? Think about, think about those two Google searches. I didn't even look at it myself. But I, I don't have to be that smart to figure out. Okay? I don't have to figure out to figure out. And who's, who are you going to attract to give you the chizuk for the toxic? Another person? Another person has no idea what they're doing. And they'll just tell you, yeah, toxic, cancel. Culture, cancel out, cancel. You, you need to be free. You need to be feminine. The advice is in the garbage today. It's in the garbage. It's in Gullahs, the garbage. We're in literally Gullahs. And we are falling, the Jews, we're falling into this problem also, by the way. <laughs> we're falling into the world of name. That means we have the ability to, to, to get to such a higher level by having faith. And we we're chosen and we're, you know, we're not acting like chosen people sometimes. You get me? You're not acting like the champion that you... you and I always said, it's like Coca-Cola, you know? We had Coca-Cola at 25 cents, and then everybody else had it at a dollar, right? And then they're selling it to you, you're buying it at a dollar. Wow, what a Coca-Cola! You had it at a quarter, you had it wholesale. <laughs> and you're now you were buying it retail today. That's because we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't see what we have. It's a whole different story altogether. Through Hashem, through Hashem created the world this way, He hides His presence, He only did this to test us, period. He only does this to test us. Hashem deliberately created a disconnect, listen to this, between what we see with our own eyes and what we comprehend with our mind. That's a very important concept. So when I tell you sometimes there's a reason why you have to fall sometimes, and God will take away your knowledge from you. He'll take it away from you to to keep, either to teach you a lesson, to humble you, but even if do not rely on your own strength, right? Because God will disc, he'll, he'll, he'll take away, He'll make you only focus on the details and not looking at the essence. Now, once you cry out to Him and you ask for help, then He'll show you the essence. So it forces you to reconnect constantly. If you think, oh, I got it. Uh, that means imagine a person today going on dating apps and getting shachanim without doing any personal work on himself. That is, that is, I'd rather you donate the money to, 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 you know, to feed gorillas in, in Africa. Do you understand? You're going to get just as effect, okay? It's going to go nowhere because you're not understanding that there's an essence that God wants you. Either He's testing you, you're, maybe you're, you're lacking self-worth and He wants you to have self-worth and He wants you to see what you do with rejection. That's a test. That's a test. How do you handle rejection? How do you handle self-control? So it's extremely important to understand that. Then Hashem deliberately he, did, he creates it. Our eyes, listen to this, our eyes see Elohim is in control. But our mind knows, 
Yudke Vavke is in control. Ahava is in control. Your eyes, that means when you have to go through a thing. When I, when, when, how many times have I told everybody? How can you think greater than you feel? You have to go into faith. There's no other way because your mind cannot see a situation better than what it is. It's not, it's, that's the way you program your, your mind. We are programmed with our, to see. This is a situation that looks bad. How can I get my mind to another level? To, another, to, to think positively about the situation. How do I get to that point that I have to get in Yerke Vavke mode? Is believing in God's mercy and believing that this is a test. And believing that this is just a test. And I'm going to pass it. Why? Because my attitude. I don't need to control the outcome. I don't need the time. Because remember, any time we're controlling to Yerke Vavke, there is no such concept as time. How many times have I gotten, I can't believe I got married at 39. I can't believe this. Yeah, what, what's, what, what is time to God? What is time? Time is in your head only. It's not a reality. It's not in your head. It's because you, it's not in reality. It's not in reality. How am I going to make money? How am I going to do this? It's all in your head. It's all in your head. Do you understand? We need to tell ourselves, we are crazy for questioning our creator. We should be questioning our thinking. We should be questioning our attitude. And yes, am I going to get tested? Yes. I cannot get you out of the test. I cannot tell you you will not be tested. I cannot tell you you will not be tested. You will be tested over and over things that don't make sense. A guy who, who finishes recovery, next thing you know, he meets a friend. Hey, let's go use drugs. Why is God punishing me? No. He's not, test, he's not punished. He's testing you. So we need to take this punishment out and, and, and substitute it to I am being tested right now. I am being tested right now. And that's how, remember the word, nisayon, right, is a test. What comes, what's the same word? Ness, a miracle. So in the test comes the miracle. The same word, it's in the word, it's in the word. Do you understand? Everything is right in front of our face. The problem is we're all too freaking blind. And we don't see it because we stop praying. We, we, we check out on our phones all day long. We're not, we're, not, we're not seeing the salvation because, again, we're not, you're not focused. You're not focused on your attitude. You're focusing on the wrong thing. And because you have broken focus is what we're getting and we're not getting anything. We're not getting anything but details, teva. In Hebrew, the word teva also means drowning. So just think about, think about this concept. Think about, you know, quicksand. It just, you move, it goes, that's it. You're done. Just think about every single time you don't see, you don't have emunah, you don't have joy in the situation, you are going to drown. Or you will fall into a system of nature. You will fall into it. And maybe the odds will be good in nature, but you don't know. You could be saved through nature. You could be saved through nature, by the way. You could be saved through nature, but those are tougher odds to be saved. When, when, when Abraham, when, when Yaakov crossed the river, you know what he said? Yaakov crossed the Yavok River. What does this word Yavok mean? Yavok is a combination of 86 and 26, which is 112. He crossed the river. That means he was able to, come to, to see these two names as one. The Yavok River. I crossed the river. I, 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 I was able to go, even all my challenges, I recognized them, they were a test. Do you understand why? When we're sad and we're depressed, we lose prophecy, by the way. We lose the Yerkevav, you lose the antenna, the antenna's off. Wi-Fi is gone. Because you, don't, you, you, you lose the, 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 you lose the Yerkevavke, you lose the 26. It's gone. How many times do we say that the word Ma, 
right? When God, when a person is life is in disorder, it's because he's connected to the name, right? Chava. Chava is nineteen. Chaos. Chaos represents. Remember COVID nineteen. Chaos. Nature. Vaccines up your face. A thousand boosters. Yurke Vavke was missing. The Yurke Vavke was missing. How are we going to solve this problem? Through Ma, through surrendering to God. We were missing the 26. 26 was out of the picture. So what happened? All we had is 19. 19 is chaos. It's Chava. We had to go back to Adam, 45. So you could see. Anytime the 26 is missing in, the, in your life, you can expect chaos. And yes, it looks like, how could life be so good? But this is the way he runs the show. He, this is the show that you're in, my friend. This is the way he runs the show. This is the life that we're in. And do you understand now why addictions are the biggest waste of time? Do you understand why it's the biggest? Because you're supposed to, instead of being in the pain, you're supposed to change your attitude. And the addiction is just going to get you back to the same situation again. It's just a, such a way, it's a waste of time. Avoiding any form of pain is just a waste of time. It's a complete waste of time because all you're going to do is now imagine all of a sudden you have a major issue in your life and all of a sudden you gain 30 pounds in that issue. You got 30 pounds and the issue. You got 30 pounds and the issue, my friend. Those 30 pounds don't go away. Even if you lose the 30 pounds, you still got the issue. <laughs> you still got the issue. So why gain the 30 pounds for no reason? Instead of saying, why, why do I have such a pessimistic attitude every time something happens to me? This is not easy. But if you grind in your mind this concept, and you really believe in this concept, then it's, very, it's much easier for you to go into the mode of emunah. And, you, and, and the whole key is you're living a life of equanimity. You're living a life of inside out. I'm going to control my inside state. Not the outsides that control my life anymore. And believe me, I was a Scorpio. I know what it is to be controlled by the outside. And I, I, said, I said, I cannot do this anymore. I don't care what's going to happen. I'm going to be Basimcha. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to serve. I'm going to be like nothing happened. And every single time I do that, the situation gets resolved. And there's a blessing afterwards. But every single time I get stuck on the details... I feel like I'm drowning in a never-ending, hopeless world of nothingness. So, and that's exactly what the word Teva means. So God creates, God creates every existence at every moment. He chooses to hide His presence from us so he, we can have the freedom to choose. In truth, Havaya lies in all existence. Elohim is just a thin veil that covers it. The, the watermelon has a beautiful fruit, but it, uh, you have to tear off the, you have to break the klipa, you have to break the klipa, you have to break the judgment, you have to break the first layer of the problem in our lives. What do we do in our lives? We stack the problems. We add more klipas to it, right? We don't break the klipa, we, we actually stack problems. Correct? How do we do this? You have a problem? Oh, no, I don't want to go work out now. No, I, now I'm not nice to this person. You understand? It just becomes, a, you're stacking. You're supposed to be breaking the klipa, not stacking the klipa. It's, that's the mechanism that we use. We stack problems. We don't break them. We're supposed to be breaking them through joy. Through joy, you'll break 
everything. You'll break the klipas. That's why the word zamer means to break, to cut. So the answer is right in her face, by the way. And he's saying here, the two paths to serve Hashem is the path of natural and the path of supernatural. You know, Joe Dispenza is very much on this, you know, guys, you know, the guy comes, you know, God forbid, uh, guys, a person's sick, they can't, they can't see, and, he, and he's getting them into Ahava mode. He's getting them to think greater than they feel. He's getting them to think in, like, like they're already healed. That is Amuna, by the way. Why the person will be healed is because he's, that person is evoking Yurke Vavke. He's no longer under the realm of nature that the person has to be, if a person, if this is broken, it has to, he, he can, you can get through, through, through meditation and prayer above that nature, above that. So why a person gets healed when he has a muna is because he, he connects to the name. And that name has no limit. Has no limit. Limits are nature. Yerke zero limits. The struggle of our daily lives are designed by Hashem as trials not only to test our current reality, but the forces to, to choose between shallow and deep vision. When we face the test, there are two options. Shallow or broad-mindedness. Hashem hides everything through Teva, and Teva is drowning. You're drowning in the klipas. And this is where the word vayadata, vayadata, means that you should know invites us to, to look at these struggles that we have, either wealth, health, security, illness, and other, and to over, the goal is to overcome anxiety through equanimity, through already believing, like the cheesecake parties and all that. Through this, we're able to draw the light of Ahava into our inner lives, and the salvation comes. So that is really, really the question. This, this is just six chapters that I just read. We're going to continue because it, you really we need to really, really... You know, you need to cement this concept. You need to hear it over and over again, so it's in your brain. And when we say Adonai Hu Elokim, whoa, it should shake you a little bit. It should shake you a little bit to say, wow, how could I, how could I even question? So the practicality again, focus on your attitude in the situation. The ninety-eight curses came to the Jewish people. You know why they came to them? They did not serve God with joy. Every single situation has been has been a disaster in our lives. It's because we had a bad attitude in it. And every single time, just I don't need to tell you this, but every single time you've gone through a challenge and you've handled it well, and you were joyful and you were positive, what do you think happened? I don't need to tell you. But I've yet to be, I, I think I'm 120 for 120. The attitude is good, the solution is good. The attitude is bad. I have yet to say, I can't believe how I got out of this problem. I complained so much. I, you have no idea what my life is like. What a Yeshua I got. I complained all day long and blamed everybody for it. And I can't believe the salvation I got. Wow! What a miracle. I, I, I don't remember that story ever happening. So break your little limited egos, which is exactly the job of the Nachash, the Yitzhahara, to... To, to basically make yourself centered and not to look and just to look at the look at just to look at the outside layer and go into the essence of the situation and then allow bring the light of Ahava, which is Yirke Vavke, into your life. And when you do that, salvation, you can expect the salvation. And yes, you can be confident that the salvation will come because it's not about you. It's the light of God coming to you in that situation. And the light is clarity. And that's it. 
So let's 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 put the seatbelt on and let's get focused. Let's get focused. So this is now if you're struggling with this, you have to pray for it. You have to pray for it. You have to tell you scream out to God. Maybe sometimes they've screamed out to God. God, I don't know anything at all. I don't know anything. That means I don't want to be careful to put the wrong label on something. Because when you're going through the test, if you put the wrong label, remember, just like anything in, in life. For today, this morning, I, had, I couldn't see. I had tea. I burned my hand, okay? Now, if I think about my hand all day long, then I'm not going to be able to focus on anything else. Yes, the hand was burned. But we don't give it energy and think about, oh my God, I burned my hand. How did I burn my hand? I got a coffee. I should have woke up early. I couldn't see the coffee. I should have Who cares? The hand is burnt. Now focus on letting go of it versus talking about the stupid hand and calling everybody telling you your hand is burnt. That's not going to help anything. You want to let go of it instead of, because if, the more you let go of it, the easier it is for you to go and to have a better attitude. But the more we have a situation in life and the more we compound it, and stack it, and then just to get rid of the, the, the stack is one work. And then I, then I have to have a better attitude. It's just going to take you longer to get out of that situation. May Hashem help us all. And I hope we will continue to, to drive this week, this whole point of, of God, Yurke Vavke Nolkim is one. And, and let's get out of the messenger modes. Let's get, out of, get into the message mode. And if we see this, we see this, I think there's, this is really a breakthrough. Um, God could help us. Have a great day. Amen. Thank you. Uh, good